Welcome back, everybody, to GMs for Hire. Will Paulson, RJ Strope, and Jamil King alongside to bring you some breaking news that just happened roughly about an hour ago as the date that we are recording it. Leonard Fournette has been added to the Red River offense down there in Tampa. They have gotten a new buck on that offense to join the Red Sea, and that makes their offense terrifying. Uh, if it wasn't scary before, now they have a running back, which is absolutely insane. Uh, currently a one-year deal worth $2 million, up to $3.5 million based off of – a billion, whoa. Uh, $3.5 million off <laughs> That'd of – That would be a lot of money. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's no wonder he signed. But, <laughs> but he signed a $2 million base contract, up to $3.5 million based off of incentives being playing time in rush yards. Um, and I'd imagine if he can stay healthy, he's sure as hell going to hit him. Uh, this is huge. This is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I think this is a big signing for the Tampa Bay Bucks. I don't think anybody really saw the Bucks as one of those teams that could have been interested. I think a lot of teams immediately looked at the Patriots. Um, I, for one, thought that the Bears were going to go after them. And uh, in Vegas, the odds were leaning towards the Washington football team, which is stupid. Um, but it would have been interesting to see. But and nonetheless, he's going to be a Buccaneer. Uh, first impressions whenever you saw this alert, Jamil, we'll start with you since you're all bucked out. Uh, I mean, RJ is too. RJ's bucked out too. Um, got a little jacked. Know, I, 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 don't, I don't like to usually talk about my teams. I don't like to be biased, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little excited for the season, but my, my I'm, I'm keeping my – A little? Listen, my friend told me today, he goes, Jamil, you're the most calm Bucks fan I know. And, you know, this this franchise put me through so much. You know, I don't want to get too excited, but um, on paper, man – that. This, this offense looks ridiculous. Um, this was a good pickup for the Bucs. You know, this was a team that was linked to Leonard Fournette when, when he asked for a trade, but um, I don't think the Bucs wanted, wanted to pay his salary, which is one reason why they let him go through waivers, one reason why a lot of teams let him go through waivers. But um, now you're bringing a, a back that that would be good out of the eye, out of the, out of the um, you know, out of the eye formation. You get a full back in front of him or no full back in front of him. He's going he's gonna to be a solid back, you know, in the strong formation and single back formation. You know, he's going to be solid. Um, obviously, I don't think he's going to start week one. You know, he's got to come in and learn the playbook. But, you know, you can get a one-two punch with him, Ronald Jones. That's a that's a big pickup. You know, this is a guy that was a top pick. Um, they say don't pick running backs early, and we see why because he got cut. But um, I definitely think he brings a new dimension to this offense. You get a power runner to go along with um, with Brady and with the off with the rest of the guys on offense. I think it was a good move for the Bucks. I think I think it's fair to say uh, Leonard Fournette was set to make over three million dollars this season. And the Bucks are able to get away with 33% of that. I think that's a great steal right there, just off of a number standpoint. RJ, your first impression whenever you saw Fournette was joining the Bucks. Ooh, looks like the Bucks are going to have more than eight home games because the Super Bowl is going to be a home game. That's all I know. That team <laughs> See, is that's my stupid I'm loaded. We are uh, nah, I'm, I'm not going to be calm. I don't care. This team is stupid loaded now. We already had the best wide receiver core, stupid amount of tight ends, the offensive line has improved. I think the front seven can be sneaky disgusting. If I'm Jason Light, I don't know how much money the Bucks have left. It can't be much. Virtually we can't none. have much left. We virtually have none left. I don't care. Start cutting some salaries. Start making some moves. Call Earl Thomas, and this team is a Super Bowl lock. This offense is stupid now. I Oh, my God. Uh, Leonard Fournette is still a stud. Uh, Jacksonville, 
is a franchise like Detroit or like Cleveland that can ruin players and make them look worse than they really are. Leonard Fournette is still a stud. He can still go. That is still a grown man, and he's going to prove it this year. I think this offense, I don't want to say unstoppable, but damn, what, pretty close, man. This, this, is, this is big. With Gardner Minshew and Ryquell Armstrong, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars locked in Trevor Lawrence, so that's great to see. Um, but <laughs> whenever you look at this team, uh, obviously Fournette's had some injury issues, and that can be a little bit concerning, but also Gronkowski's had some as well. And I think that, uh, at least whatever my first impression was, if this team can stay healthy, this team's disgusting. But that's going to be the biggest question mark. Is everybody going to stay healthy? And the Buccaneers have some decent pieces on that offensive line. I think that uh, it's a little bit of a running back hell, but yet there hasn't been a, an above average running back in Tampa for a minute. Um, so to see Leonard Fournette go out there, hopefully we'll see him 100% and hopefully get enough touches. You know, Tom Brady likes to try to, uh, you know, he's going to get the running game going. That way they have to respect the long ball, um, even though he's a check down king. But it's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate Leonard Fournette. Uh, I, I'm kind of with RJ on this one. I don't know if we'll see him week one necessarily, but I, I'd be lying if I said he won't be out there week two. Um, I think it's gross. Like, I think it's absolutely uh, amazing. I don't, I don't know if there could have been a better fit. I really don't. I, I really wanted him in Chicago. I was hoping that we'd get him. It was just – I would have been nice to see the Foles and Fournette connection again. But uh, since we got to see it for a week and uh, maybe try it out somewhere else, but – Unfortunately, not the case. He's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, so, yeah, uh, as RJ said, this makes Tampa Bay a lock. Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay's oh, – well, Earl Thomas makes Tampa Bay a lock. But yeah. they're, they're going to be up there now. They've, I'm sure they've gone up completely in Vegas odds. I'm sure everybody's betting the Tampa Bay Bucks now. Uh, Mr. Humble, uh, this is uh, an interesting case because not only did they sign Leonard Fournette, but they signed Shady McCoy. Uh, Ronald Jones, they have him as well. Uh, do they still have Peyton Barber? No, Peyton Barber's in Washington, but we still have Dar. Okay, so there, there's still quite a bit. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that uh, McCoy could be a casualty of this move. I think McCoy could find himself cut after this one. Um, I don't think they're going to carry five to six running backs into the season. You just drafted Keyshawn Vaughn out of Vanderbilt. Um, you signed McCoy. You still have Dar. Someone's got to go. You're not going to carry six running backs into the season, I don't think. And um, I think McCoy might be the odd man out, and they let Dar handle third down duties. So um, we'll see where they go with that. But I, I just don't see how you can keep all these running backs. Well, you, you mentioned Ogumbawale. He is a special teams guy. Um, I think Keyshawn Vaughn as a rookie, they're probably going to want him to play a little bit of special teams. Look at how we've seen Tom Brady's career in New England. They've never had just one back. He's always got this guy and this guy and this guy. And now the Bucks are starting to adapt that philosophy, and they're getting all these running backs. It's going to be a new guy every week, potentially, that has a big game. It's going to be like back with the Patriots when he would have James White and Rex Burkhead and Sonny Michelle uh, and Damian – is it Damian Williams or Damian Harris? I get them mixed up. They drafted Harris last year. Damian Harris. Like, remember back when Jonas Gray had four touchdowns in one game? Like, it's always – Like, there's so many running backs. Yeah. Just from roster construction, though, I, that, that, six is a lot. So yeah, I don't think we need other six. Places. So I, I think one – I think there's a good chance someone gets cut before – I think you, you're going to have, what, Fournette, Rojo, Keyshawn Vaughn for sure. 
And then what? Dari can play. He plays a lot of special teams. And Dari so that's McCoy. Only four. Yeah, so that's McCoy still would be That's five. still a lot of running backs to hold on to. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Bears had ten tight ends at a point. I mean, how much hey. – what do you yeah, mean? You're going to have to get down to about four of those. I don't know. I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see how they construct the rest of this roster and to see how the running back room shakes out because you definitely are going to have Rojo and Leonard once he learns the playbook. Those are definitely going to be early down backs right there. So yeah. now what, what do you do on, on third downs? You want a pass catching back, but you also want a guy that can block. So, you know, that that's where we're going to see Dar if we keep McCoy, where, where McCoy goes. I think it's definitely going to be up to those two to handle the, those duties right there. And for Vaughn, I expect Vaughn to get treated much how Bruce Arians treated um, David Johnson his rookie year where he started him off slow, had him on special teams returning kicks. I don't think Vaughn will return kicks necessarily, but I think that's the kind of role you'll see him and where, where you'll see him little by little by little. And then by the mid to late season, you'll see him take off. But um, with Rojo and Leonard in front of him, I don't, I don't know if we'll see as much of a takeoff as we saw with David Johnson in Arizona, but I definitely think you'll see his playing time um, continue to go depending on how the season goes. Yeah. I was going to ask who that pass catching back in your backfield is because I know it's not necessarily McCoy, Fournette, or Rojo. It's McCoy or Dar. Those, those are the pass catching backs. Okay. I was going to say, you're obviously going to need to keep somebody because I, I wouldn't say Fournette is not involved in the pass game. But I mean, oh, no. He, he last year was his best year on catching the football. I think he caught Yeah, he's getting better at it. it. It's definitely a, a part of his game that's developing, but I don't know if it, it would necessarily be that that is your guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to leave him a pass catching back by any means. Tom Brady likes to throw behind the line of scrimmage anyway, so it doesn't really matter what running backs are out there. He's going to get catches throughout the season. Um, so we'll see part of that. But, I mean, the list goes on now. At this point, it's just it, – it almost looks just like an all-star game out there on the offensive side of things between Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, O.J. Howard, Cameron Brake, uh, Leonard Fournette, LaShawn McCoy, uh, Ronald Jones. I mean, it, it literally does not stop. And it, it almost seems like no matter who they're going to put out there, it's going to hurt you in some way. Um, they're going to find ways to mix and match. And I'm sure Bruce Arians is going to be able to put something together to make it work even better than it seems, which is terrifying. And so we'll see exactly what all comes of the Leonard Fournette deal. But we can confirm that as of now, Leonard Fournette will be a Buccaneer. Any closing thoughts on this? Uh, any, any stupid predictions for him? Is he going to hit that 3.5? I don't even know what the incentives are, but is he going to is he going to max himself out? Is he going to get all that salary? Is he going to stay healthy? I, I don't know. I, I think he's going to split a lot of time, so we'll see what happens. And um, but if this if this team does good as good as they're expecting, I think there's a good chance he hits all of his marks. Fair enough. I think uh, you know Le Leonard Fournette has to uh, <clears throat> you know he's got a lot going on right now. He's got to pack all his bags. He's got to find a place to live. I get all that, but. Don't forget, go ahead and give uh, Mr. You know, Light, Mr. Arians, your ring size because uh, they're going to need it. You are hopeful. <laughs> All is, in. That, that is what you are. Hopeful is the best way to put it. <laughs> All in. Again, Chicago, we will gladly take our 8-8 eight eight ride to Gravy Train all the way to Wildcardville. And uh, we'll we'll take our elimination the first round of the playoffs, and we'll take we'll we'll take it easy. We'll catch you next year. But uh, <laughs> until then, until we see what kind of uh, what kind of uh, mayhem that the Buccaneers can unleash on other teams, uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Uh, for R.J. Stroke and for Jamil King, I've been Will Polston, and this has been our update on the breaking news of Leonard Fournette joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.